a new commandment I give you. That's where we get the name of the liturgy tonight. In the Latin Vulgate, it's mandatum novum devobis. The new commandment that our Lord gives us is love one another. You may be thinking, is this really a new command? Didn't the Old Testament already tell us to love our neighbors as ourselves? Well, yes. But what makes this a new commandment is not the command to love, but the character of the love commanded. We don't get to decide for ourselves what love looks like. We are to love one another as Jesus loved us. So how has he loved us? In our gospel reading, Jesus gives us a sign of his love, which in turn points to the substance of his love. The sign that he gives us is, of course, the foot washing. Here he's following a teaching strategy that starts with an unusual action, then poses a question about that action, and finally offers an explanation. So why is the foot washing so unusual? Well, in the ancient world, I suppose also in the modern world, people usually wash their own feet. It was such a lowly act, it was below the dignity even of servants to wash another person's feet. But the real shock is that the one who is washing their feet is not their student, but their teacher. He is not their servant, but their master. So he asks them, do you know what I have done to you? And now the disciples realize that he's in teaching mode. I have set you an example. Disciples learn by imitating their teacher. So by washing the feet of his disciples, Jesus was giving them an example of humility and service. Those who follow Jesus will live lives of humble service. The foot washing then is an example for us to follow, but it's also a sign pointing beyond itself to a deeper reality. Look at how John introduces the passage. Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world. He knew that his death was imminent, and this was the last chance he had to teach his disciples about its significance. So having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. That is, he loved them fully, completely, and at the cost of his life. When Jesus then begins to wash his disciples' feet, we're supposed to see that humble service that kind that uniquely marks the Christian life is a sign of that self-sacrificial love which is its source and substance. Jesus was giving them a model to follow, but also an object lesson on his upcoming death. In the same way, he instituted the Eucharist to explain the significance of his upcoming death. It is a memorial not of the Last Supper, but as the prayer book says, of that his precious death. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Well, if humble service is the sign of the new love Jesus command, commands, and self-sacrifice is its substance, how do we participate in it? How do we obey the love command? 
the funny little exchange between Peter and Jesus shows us how. At first, Peter is absolutely opposed to the idea of Jesus washing his feet. You wash my feet? No way. But then Jesus tells him this cleansing is not an optional add-on. Without it, he says, you have no share with me. So Peter, being Peter, swings to the opposite extreme. Not only my feet, but also my head and my hands. We may be so busy laughing at Peter that we miss Jesus' striking response. He tells Peter two things. You are already clean, and you nevertheless need a good wash. Here Jesus is using a common experience in the ancient world to teach Peter and us about the Christian life. If you were invited to a meal, you would bathe yourself at home beforehand, and then upon arrival, clean your feet of whatever dirt you picked up on your journey. Like Peter, we are clean. We have received the word of Jesus by faith and been washed in the waters of baptism. We have received God's declaration of pardon and adoption into his family. And also, like Peter, we must regularly be cleansed from the sinful thoughts, words, and deeds which we pick up on our journey of faith. We receive assurance of this ongoing cleansing through the Eucharist, where we confess our sins and receive a pledge of our forgiveness. And we participate in the Spirit's cleansing work through daily acts of humble service, placing the needs of others above our own and laying down our lives for others. It's not easy. One writer called it the simplest, clearest, and hardest commandment of all. But as we come forward tonight to receive that pledge of our redemption, and with it our ongoing cleansing from whatever stills weighs us down, we would do well to remember that the cost we have to bear to follow him is nothing in comparison to the cost he had to bear to make us clean. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you.